Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Your Retirement Elevated. Welcome back to another edition of Your Retirement Elevated. Walter Storholt here alongside Scott Dugan, co-founder and managing partner of Elevated Retirement Group, serving you throughout the Kansas City metro area, but also serving clients all across the country. You can find us online by going to listentoscott.com. That's listentoscott.com. And we have a whale of an episode on tap for you today. We have conversations that will apply to individuals and another conversation that's going to apply to business owners on today's show. It's so important that we try to keep track of all of the stimulus talk, all of the different programs and efforts that are now being created and uh, distributed out to us to absorb and figure out to how we can help ourselves get through this pandemic, through this economic challenge that we're currently facing. And we're going to try and break it down for you all on today's episode with Scott and a special guest as well. But let's first bring Scott into the program. And Scott, I'll tell you what, we were waiting and waiting for some of this stuff to get released. We now have some rules and regulations that have been passed, bills that have been signed into law. And now I feel like there's so much out there and so much we need to process. It's hard to keep it all straight. So I'm excited that today's show is going to help answer some major questions. Well, we're definitely going to do our best to uh, hit the high points of the stimulus bill and to help back me up. I brought someone on that helps me in our business world. Uh, Our chief financial officer, Mr. Marco Phil, is uh, joining us today. He is the brains behind today's podcast, so we're going to be leaning on him quite a bit to talk about some of the details of that. So you're right, Walter. I mean, it's a very interesting time. Um, I know that... uh, we're recording these podcasts as we go and try to keep them as timely and relevant as possible. I think now that the two trillion dollar coronavirus economic stimulus bill has passed, uh, you know, passed on March twenty seventh of twenty twenty. And really what I want to do today is break it down, like say, into two sections. You know, we've got the individual side and we've got the business side of it. And I know with Mark being on here, he's helped me navigate through the business side. And so he'll definitely weigh in a lot heavier on that that piece. But let's jump into it and talk about, you know, this legislation. What's it what is aimed at providing relief uh, when it talks about individuals? And so with individuals, uh, there's going to set to be direct payments to Americans who pay taxes. They're going to receive a one-time direct deposit of up to $1,200, and married couples will receive $2,400. And if you have kids, uh, there's going to be $500 per child. Now, this payment is going to be available for incomes up to $75,000 for individuals and $150,000 for married couples. So not everybody is going to be eligible for that, but it is targeted to get funds directly to citizens that are in need, especially in times like this where people are you know, unemployed, sheltering at home, you know, sheltering in place. That's directly aimed at them to help mitigate the situation. Another thing that's big is unemployment. Unemployment, there's about $250 billion for extended unemployment insurance programs. And it's really, it comes out to about $600 per week additional funds for up to four months. And that's on top of what the states, the programs already pay. And the interesting thing about this bill that came out, it applies to self-employed independent contractors and what we call the gig economy workers. So that's something new. Uh, You couldn't always apply for unemployment if you fit into one of those three categories. I feel like that one's a a really helpful one, Scott, because I know that we have 
you know, in our business, um, we have employees who we use as independent contractors, and they're part of the gig economy, of course. And although we're keeping everyone employed right now, you know, if we were in a situation where, you know, we couldn't provide for those employees and keep things moving smoothly for them, I mean, they would be ones who are directly impacted and helped by that. So I know that's going to be beneficial to a lot of people. That's a great example, I think, of this bill opening up to help more people than traditional methods would have helped in the past. Yeah, I think they wanted to try to be a little more balanced to be able to provide funds directly to individuals with some criteria put into place, but also, you know, direct stimulus to businesses. And I know, you know, we've had some, you know, 2008 maybe left a bad taste in people's mouth with that bailout. But I can tell you this situation is a little different than that. Uh, We had some structural problems with the economy in 2008. And a lot of that money went to bailout, we call the banks, you know, and kind of Wall Street. I can tell you this stimulus package is trying to make sure that business owners and employers can keep people employed, keep paying them, and be able to keep paying their bills and living their lifestyle. So hopefully they've done a little better job with doing this uh, at this time. Um, I think though, and Mark, I'll have you weigh in on this one, the payroll taxes, uh, obviously the measure allows employers to delay the payment of their portion of the 2020 payroll taxes. They're going to let us stretch that out, correct? There are some carve outs in both the uh, round, what we refer to as round two and round three, the CARES Act being round three. There are some provisions for delaying payroll taxes, but it's under very specific situations. So it's not everything. If you get a loan under the CARES Act and you keep your employees employed, you're not going to be deferring your payroll taxes. But if you have people who are off because they might have been diagnosed with COVID or they're off taking care of family, uh, children because they're out of school, in those situations, then yes, there is going to be a deferral of the payroll taxes, and in some cases, a forgiveness of the payroll taxes. You get to keep the money indefinitely. So it's situational at this point. So it sounds like one of those scenarios, like between you you and I, you're going to counsel us on that. And if you're a business owner listening, and I know there's quite a few business owners that listen to the podcast, you definitely want to be able to reach out to your group of professionals to be able to do that. Um, Or obviously, we'll include uh, Mark's information at the end of this as well to maybe reach out to him if you have questions. And the other, here's a, a big one, I think, you know, not saying that you'd want to run out and do this, but the use of your retirement funds. I think a lot of people have heard us talk about that pre-59.5, 10% early withdrawal penalty. And they're basically government saying, hey, if you're going to defer this money, we want you to be older when you take it out. If you take it out early, we're going to, going to hit you with a penalty. With this, if it's a coronavirus-related purpose, then you can take out up to $100,000 from your retirement plan. And uh, the 10% penalty is waived if you're under 59.5. So not uh, to just go out and buy the Ferrari. Yeah, they don't, they don't want you to do that. But remember, those withdrawals are still taxed, but they are going to spread those taxes over three years, or the taxpayer has the three-year period to roll it back over, put it back in. So pretty good leeway there. Again, not saying I want you to run out and do that right away, but if you know trying times call for that, then that is an option. Same thing on the 401k loans. There was a $50,000 loan limit with current regulation or previous regulation. Now it's up to $100,000. So that's a positive uh, outlook. And then just two more for individuals, and then we'll you know switch over to the business piece. But if you are 72 
and you are required over age 72 and are required to take uh, required minimum distribution, or if you were 70 and a half prior to January 1st, 2020, there are no required minimum distributions from your IRA or 401k for this year. That is if it's your IRA. In the CARES Act, there's leaves some room for interpretation that if you have an inherited IRA, you're still required to take out that minimum distribution, but we're going to have to wait to see how that that goes down. So my suggestion is if you do have an inherited IRA, you do not need the funds. I would probably delay taking that required distribution until the fourth quarter of this year, because we'll see some laws change and, and see some determinations come out on this. So if you don't need the RMD, you can defer it and not take it. And really the reason they're doing that, they are trying to help if you don't need the money to not take it out of if it's in the stock market you know, from an asset that's you know, lower in value because of the forced shutdown. And finally, uh, from a charitable perspective, there is a new provision uh, that provides an above-the-line deduction for charitable contributions, plus the limits on charitable contributions are changed. I have not seen all the full details on that at this time, but that'll be something that once we get more clarity on that, we'll, we'll roll that out and, and talk to our clients that are charitably-minded. Uh, so again, if you have additional questions. You know, some of these things apply to you if you're still working. Others obviously apply if you're retired. And, you know, if you're one of our clients, definitely want to reach out to us if you have questions. We'll be happy to go through this and really talk about, you know, if and how this may affect your current plan. So guys, we've we've circled the individual portion. And I thought, let's jump into the, uh, the business side of it. And I say, well, Mark, we'll let you do a little more heavy lifting in this being the expert, but in your opinion, have you ever seen any type of stimulus package like this in your career? No, none at all. Actually, as, as much of a non fan of DC and how they operate as I am, they got this one, right? That's good to hear. And I, I, I feel the same way, you know, this, I think we talked about this before the podcast that, you know, here's a situation where, you know, we found out that there was, the coronavirus and it spreads rapidly. And ultimately what the government, you know, federal government, states government have asked us to do is purposefully slowed down our lives in the economy. So we put the brakes on and it's not because we had a bad economic situation. You know, we came into this with strong employment, strong, you know, solid growth numbers. Sure. Not everything was perfect, but we were on a good trajectory. And I think, the real thing to remember about all of this is that we're going to see extremely high unemployment numbers because we asked restaurants and, you know, the hospitality industry to really shut down colleges to shut down. So, and it's trickled over into the private sector. So it's to be expected that we're going to have high unemployment. And I think the reason they focused on the business side of this and try to shore up businesses is they're trying to make sure people stay employed and they can work as much as they can. So when we do get the green light and guys, we will get the green light, you know, to go back to normal life that we can kickstart the economy and get it going again. Uh, and it's going it's to take some work, but I think this plan goes a long way to help stimulate that side of things. 
So Mark, with the the small business, what do you think is the biggest benefit that if you're a small business or a larger business that you should be looking at right now? Well, the uh, what's referred to as the PPP, it's a portion of the CARES Act that is providing the the direct loans to small businesses. I encourage every business, whether you're shut down or your work has increased, and I've talked to owners of businesses in both situations, I encourage them to go and obtain this loan. This is a loan based on your historic payroll over the last 12 months, and it allows you to borrow 2.5 times your average payroll, your average monthly payroll, and then use those funds over the next eight weeks to keep your paychecks going. So if you're a a business owner that has shut down, I encourage you, go ahead and pay your employees while they're at home. This is borrowed money that you, if you handle it correctly, will be forgiven. If you're a business that's status quo or or even a business that has seen a, a surge in operations, I still encourage you to borrow the money because you don't know what you'll, where you'll be at four weeks from now. You might be experiencing a surge now, but you know, if the COVID situation doesn't improve, you might see a downturn. Go get the funds now while they're available and be prepared and, you know, cover your payroll. Speaking specifically of my staff, you know, a week ago, we put them all on 75% hours, 75% pay. And three days ago, we put them back to full-time, full pay because that money is going to be coming and we don't have our loan yet, but we will. You know, that money is going to be coming from the government intended to make sure people are getting their full paycheck. And I have told the staff, you know, we're all working remotely. You're at home. If I don't keep you busy, you know, go away from your computer, do something. Just keep an eye on business because we want to make sure you have that full paycheck for the next eight weeks under this program. So that, you know, when it does end, and I agree with you, Scott, that, that, that there is there is an end to this, you know, whatever the timing is, that you know, everybody's ready to just come out the other end and be ready to roll. We we didn't have this massive shutdown, at least from a payroll standpoint, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And, and I want to caution, you know, people that are listening. I, I was reading an article from CNBC last night. And, you know, now all the media outlets are going to start quoting the unemployment numbers. And that's going to be the next thing we're going to be fixated on. And now they're comparing it to this is even faster than 2008. Well, I think we got to take a step back and say, well, wait a minute, what happened in 2008? Well, we had a housing bubble and a credit crisis. You know, the financial lubrication of the entire world came to a grinding halt because of leveraged investments and some really some bad actors out there. That is different than having an exogenous, you know, virus that's out there that now we're trying to combat and we're trying to slow the spread down. That's a different scenario. Now it has a, an effect, you know, it's a negative effect on the economy and things like that. But that is my hope. And I'm, I'm an optimistic person that, yeah, we'll get through this going to be painful. But on the other side of this, uh, hopefully we can ramp back up and get things back on track. So and. Mark, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I, I know I've talked to a few of my business clients and they were saying, well, well we don't need this. We don't want to take a bailout. I said, I, I understand that. And you can do what you feel is is right, you know, in your situation. But I, I agree with Mark is that, you know, 
as business owners, our job is to, you know, run a business and we need to take care of our clients and to be able to take care of our clients efficiently, we have to take care of our employees. All right. And if our employees are taken care of, they take care of their families. And it's just this, this circle that goes through and we can help support our community. And so I, I see this as, you know, this is extraordinary times and we don't, know the full economic impact of this to this point. And so applying for the package that's out there and getting that approved and having that is what I call dry powder or the ability to continue to to finance and, and keep people employed and you know, keep their lights on and things like that. I think that's very important. And we talked, Walter and I talked about this in our last podcast. You know, I think right now we need you know, leadership more than we need anything. And that's leadership from, you know, community level, state level, federal level, business level, household level. Like with Mark, I delegate a lot of these things to Mark. I trust him to give me the correct advice to walk me through. He is an expert at it. And he's always going to bring the things that I need to be aware of to the forefront and make sure I execute those or at least have all the information. Same thing with my clients and my staff. It's our job to keep you up to date and to make sure that you understand your plan is still going to work. You know, things are going to be okay. They're just rough right now. So I appreciate Mark saying that and he's helped a lot of businesses and is helping a lot of businesses through this scenario. And that's why I brought him on here because he's done a fantastic job for me over the years. And if there's anyone that's a business owner that feels like maybe they're either not receiving the correct information. I've talked to a few of you out there that have heard nothing from some of the professionals around you. And so I would encourage you to give me a call. You know, we'll include Mark's information at the end of this. You know, give his office a call to chat with him because this is a an ever-changing situation. We need to be able to pull the numbers together quickly for a business owner to get the stimulus package uh, loan provisions underway. And so I think he he's definitely I appreciate him spending time today talking through this and he's very gracious in saying he would obviously accept a new client or chat with them if they needed help from that standpoint. So, and, and Scott, if I can jump in real quick, yeah. you know, we'll put contact information for both you and Mark in the show notes of today's episode. So if anybody wants to reach out to you guys, whatever app you're using, just look in the show notes area and you'll find that information or go to listen to scott.com to check out today's episode and uh, get the details that you need there as well. Uh, I've got two follow-up questions for you on the, the small business relief side of this. And uh, Scott, this may be for you or Mark, if you want to jump in on this as well. One, what, what it, does that timing look like for how fast all of this needs to come together for business owners? And then two, just on that sort of uh, that moral conversation or that conversation of, well, I don't want to take it if I don't need it. I know that one of the pushbacks from a business owner might be, well, the reason I don't want to take it, not just because I don't want to, you know, maybe the theory of being bailed out, but I don't want to be taking funds and then somebody else that applies gets denied because I went ahead and, and grabbed the funds. And maybe they needed it a lot more. Is there, are there going to be a limited amount of businesses that can tap into this dollar? So is time indeed of the essence? I guess those two things kind of roll together a little bit. I'll handle that. On the moral question, and the funds available. Right now, they do have a, a set amount and an expectation, and I'm in, you know, imploring people to get in early, but I'm also cognizant of the fact that they're already working on the next bill. 
and the next bill is going to be twice as large as this 2.2 billion or trillion. So they are already anticipating additional funding. Again, I you know implore people to go ahead and get started and get in line for the funds, but this loan actually doesn't expire until December 31st. So there's already an expectation that you know the line's going to be long and it's going to take time for people to get through the process. Yeah, the moral question, I've had that conversation with several people now and I get it. I don't like the idea either, but the notion that I'm going to be able to make sure that my employees continue to receive their paycheck wins the moral battle over my disinterest in taking the government handout. That's well said. And I, I would support you on that. And one of the things that, you know, obviously having the moral discussion with people, you know, if you've listened to the show or been a client that, you know, we talk a lot about taxes and tax planning and, you know, it was my contention with a lot, like a lot of other experts. We had David McKnight come to Kansas City in December. And for those of you that got to you know, listen to him and read his book, you know, he talks about the idea that, hey, we're, we're probably facing tax increases at some point in the future. We're, we're going we're gonna to pay this back at some point anyway, is what you're, is what you're kind of getting at. Yeah, I mean, this is added to the tab. Uh, you say we're at $23 trillion in debt. You know, this is obviously increase it. But I say, you know, we've got to do what we need to do to get through these very unique times, very trying times. But I think that only increases the importance of doing proactive tax planning. Um, because if we thought that taxes rates were going to go up because of our debt prior to the coronavirus, what do you think is going to happen when we add two, four, six trillion dollars to that that tab? I think that may force the hand uh, at some point to to increase taxation. So I know a lot of my clients we've been talking about, you know, doing Roth conversions while the markets are down, making transitions into tax free accounts. So there's always things that you can do to improve the situation. And that's our focus for our clients and our listeners. That's why I brought Mark on today is to just add value and keep you educated and give you actionable items that not only can improve your situation today, but hopefully those things will compound and continue to improve the situation. So that was just my, my last item that I want to talk about, you know, that tax planning is is a final piece and I definitely Mark I want I appreciate I know you're busy I appreciate taking time out today to to talk to all of our listeners and and hopefully get them on the right path and think correctly about uh, what we're enduring right now Scott thank you for having me on Absolutely and I want to end with this you know we've I don't talk about this quite, you know a lot but I've had when I'm talking through my clients and we're, I'm trying to make through and, and call as many clients we're communicating through email, webinars, uh, phone, you know, we're trying to reach out. But I would say that the conversations I'm having right now are, yes, people have some concern, but this is probably the most positive conversations I've had during an economic event. You know, I went through 2000, 2008. Now we're going through 2020, uh, which is going to go down in the record books. So I've been through three major downturns in the economy. And I can tell you there, the attitude of people this go round. I think there's more compassion, not the anger that was tied to the previous two because of, of bad actions of credit crisis and dot-com bubbles. And so I, I am positive about that. And it 
does make me feel good. I, I, I get a lot of thank yous and they appreciate that we reached out and just to talk, talk through things. And I would think that, you know, not everyone is having that experience and you may have uh, people in your life, uh, could be friends, family, coworkers that have anxiety right now are concerned about, are they going to be okay? Are they going to have enough money to go into retirement? Is their money going to last as long as they do? And for the clients that we've talked about, we've put a solid plan together. They know they're going to be okay. And this is a temporary, you know, we're off track on the plan, but we'll get back on track. So if, if you're talking to people and they have anxiety, they don't know where to go, or they're not getting the answers that they're looking for, I would encourage you to forward on this podcast. Uh, you can always sign them up for our e-newsletter that comes out every other week. This podcast comes out every two weeks. Uh, you can you know, send them our way. You can contact the office and get them on our distribution list, which is direct mail and mail or an email, excuse me. And we'll be happy to communicate with them. And if they want to have a conversation, we're all doing quite a few webinars, you know, Zoom webinars where we get to see each other and just talk about their situation. We've had a lot of new clients come on board in the last two weeks. And a lot of it was because they got referred by our current clients or professionals, like an estate plan attorney or CPA, and they just needed different advice. They needed a different experience. So I would encourage you, if you do come across uh, someone that could benefit from our services, you know, we're happy to chat with them and, and take care of them just like we've taken care of you. And I look at that for real, and sometimes it can be scary to refer people or introduce people to professionals. Hey, I introduce you guys to Mark today, Mark Ophill. He does a fantastic job. I know that he's going to take care of whomever reaches out and, and engages with him. And I think the listeners know that about our firm as well. But I think there's really just a few things that could happen if someone does get referred to us or introduced. If we have a conversation with them and we go through our process, we could find out that they're just fine and we'll reassure them and let them know it's going to be okay. And they're better off for it because they got another opinion and now they feel better about their situation. It could be a situation where we talk to them and maybe we just maybe aren't a good fit or maybe it's not good timing. We're still going to take care of them. We're still going to be professional and we're going to either guide them in the right direction or we'll try to help them find a professional that is suited for them. And finally, probably the best thing that can happen is we click, uh, we feel good about the situation, we can really improve upon it, and they feel a lot better about their situation, and they've got a good solid plan to move forward. So really, in, in that example, you know, we're here to help you first and foremost, but if there are people that you care about that you feel like do need help, we're happy to, to carve out time to chat with them and see if we can help them out. And here's how you can get in touch a couple of ways for you. You can call the old-fashioned way, 913-393-4724. Again, 913-393-4724. You can also go to listentoscott.com, get in touch with us through the website. Lots of great resources there for you as well. Or check the show notes of today's episode for all the contact information for Scott so you can get directly in touch as well as for Mark. And uh, if you want to seek out either as a resource or talk to Scott, then he can help connect you with Mark as well. If you need some assistance on navigating through some of these business situations, 
there's a lot to absorb, but there's definitely an opportunity here. I think that's my biggest takeaway from today's show, guys, just looking at, and I know we didn't even get to every single little bullet point that's in these bills, but my big takeaway is that this stimulus package, both on the individual side and the business side, is one, creative. There's a lot of different ways that they're trying to fill the gaps and the holes that are in the economy and in the pay system right now. And two, it's extensive. It's covering a lot of people here. And I think the media attention sometimes drills in on one aspect and says, well, that's not going to help the person who's in this exact situation. But then what they're missing is that there's 18 other provisions that are helping to try and fill in those gaps so that everybody who needs some help gets some help through this whole thing. And so I, I find that to be a very positive thing. And I like the positive approach you're both taking to this, uh, this entire situation and view it as an opportunity for folks to get better in their situation. And also to serve as a helpful guide, we have a four-page PDF that you can download, especially if you're a small business owner. This is a helpful guide and checklist to learn a little bit more about the emergency loans and the system that Scott and Mark were talking about on today's show. It'll help you answer the questions of are you eligible, what lenders are going to be looking for in these loans, how much you can borrow. It includes some helpful calculators in there as well to figure out exactly how much you'll be able to get and how the forgiveness process will work as well. So very handy guide. If you want to get that, we'll put that again in the show notes of today's episode so you can download it and get some help with that resource. Might be a great starting point for many of you. Scott, thanks for the help on today's episode. Lots to absorb and very informational, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you on the next edition. All right. Thanks, Walter. All right. And we uh, thank Mark as well for joining us on today's show. We thank you for listening. If you have any questions, don't ever hesitate to reach out. Thanks for joining us on Your Retirement Elevated. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.